Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, here's the big question. What is the one thing you would recommend to a total newbie that they have to do when they go to the Minnesota State Fair? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Thank you to our broadcast sponsor today, AAA Movers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, okay, Bradley, why are we asking our listeners this great question? Okay, well, you know, we're out at the fair, so it'd be nice to know what people think, you know, what are the things that you would tell somebody that's never been to the fair before, the thing they need to see. Well, this all came about uh, from an article that appeared yesterday in the New York Times uh, by a woman named Allison Duncan, and it was called, it was titled, A Newbie at the Minnesota State Fair, under which uh, the, the subheading says, I wandered for seven hours eating and eating. And actually, we kind of roasted her yesterday. I got some nasty feedback. Oh, yeah, we got from, some nasty on, grams. On some emails and some tweets, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm still I'm fired up about my, it, but we're not going to get I'm fired up again. I'm here to give you my opinions, and if you don't like them, kiss my grits. Anyway, um, so Allison Duncan wrote this article, and I thought, well, okay, people are still sort of... Um, talking about her her take on the state fair, which just seemed kind of milk toasty, frankly, mm-hmm. and that which is kind of unusual. You'd think a Minnesotan would do something that was milk right. toasty, anyway. Um, and I thought, well, instead of just like you know lampooning or uh, you know trolling uh, Allison Duncan, we could just talk about the things that you would actually tell somebody who arrived at the Minnesota State Fair for the first time what they should go see. Yeah, like what is the unique, the one unique thing that you know is so totally specific to the Minnesota State Fair that you would not want somebody who's never been to miss it. Yeah, or the thing that sets it apart, the thing that really just sort of tickles you, that makes you, that sort of just says, this is the Minnesota State Fair to you. I mean, for some people, it might just be a cheese curd. Yeah. By the way, um, you know, just to remind people, they can call us at 651-641-1071. And Sonny, feel free to just break in whenever we have anybody. Um, And if you're out here at the fair, you could just yell stuff out at us if you want to. The butterhead. Butter, yeah, so the butter sculptures. And she did, I will say that Allison in her article um, did mention the butter sculpture. I think that's something you probably don't see a lot of. I know they do that in Iowa. They don't do the butter sculpture of the um, princess, you know, the, the that royal well, court. That's but they what have I think other, is so unique I think, about ours. I, yeah, exactly. I think they have other butter sculptures. So we might not be the only one that do weird things with butter, but... We are, we are the only ones to do butter busts that well, I'm aware of. And that's the thing. That's what I think is so unique about, about what we do. It's like the, the, the whole tradition of, first of all, we have a pageant of, you know, farm girls. And then we name one Princess K of the Milky Way. And then we proceed to 
memorialize her bust in butter. Yeah. And it only lives for the duration of the state fair. Well, and then, and then she gets it, and usually they have a big corn roast. Right. Remember that? We yeah. learned that one year when we had uh, Princess Kay on. I mean, to me, that is a very unique story and one that you don't hear other places. And so that would be one thing. And to, yeah, to, to your point, Bradley, the New York Times, uh, the New York Times writer who, who wrote about the Minnesota State Fair did did do that a little bit of justice. She, well, she mentioned it, but she didn't say why or what's unique about it. I mean, we just spent more time sort of celebrating like the, the sort of, you know, delightful humor yeah. in that experience um, that also sets us apart. Is there anything out here at the fair that you guys think just... The big yellow slide. I heard oh, the big yeah. yellow slide. Big yellow that slide. is like a rite of passage, For right? Sure, yeah. Like everybody has had a couple trips down the big yellow slide. So you have friends, no doubt, that live in faraway places. If they said they are coming to the Minnesota State Fair, what is the one thing I need to see before I leave? What would you tell them? Um, I would honestly. This is. I'm. This is. Now listen. Remember, I'm a city mouse, and this is something I find very unique at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah. Um, I would say go to the Miracle of Birth Center because, again, City Mouse, I don't typically see animals giving birth. Yeah. I just don't see that. Yeah. And so, to me, that feels like a unique thing. And actually, I think it's a really awesome thing um, at the Minnesota State Fair because it is such a mix of people from all different walks of life from the state and beyond that that is that is an opportunity yeah as far as i'm concerned oh, for sure. so that feels unique to me oh we have a caller yep. sonny who's on the line jenny jenny's on the line hey, hi jenny. jenny hi what do you need I to see would, at the minnesota state fair i would say the animal barn Mm-hmm. any particular one um i would say all of them because i would believe that the fair's been around for 100 years and that was part of the standard of why the fair started in the first place. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It goes going back to the roots. Yeah, I love that. Thank Good. you. Thank you, Jenny. 651-641-1071. If you were ever talking to a newbie who was going to the Minnesota State Fair for the very, very first time, what is the one thing you would say they cannot miss? Bradley, what's yours? Did somebody... What'd you yell? The, D, the, the DNR, the okay, DNR so building. The, yeah. The DNR building and the fish pond, because they, they stock that fish pond with all sorts of fascinating things. There's like a 40-pound fish in there. It's uh, I don't remember what kind of fish it is, but it's got like a big, long snout. Paddlefish. Uh-huh. Paddlefish, right? Sturgeon. Sturgeon. Um, anyway, uh, that's definitely one of the yeah. things that I would tell people to go see. But my, my favorite thing is... Um, the horticulture building, uh-huh. because it's just that it like screams state fair, yeah. right? It screams like all of our agricultural roots. But then that's where you also get to see a couple things, which I think are unique. The seed art, right? Mm-hmm. Seed art is not unique to Minnesota, certainly, but it's the expression of whatever people in Minnesota have created with seed art that I think is unique. Like there's a Mary Tyler Moore piece. To, oh, that's so cool. uh, if you haven't been over there yet, you should I go see. Not. There are some really cute. Um, sea darts, but then you also get to see the like world's lo- not world's largest, the largest uh, zucchini in Minnesota, which is also right? kind of fun. And right? um, it's also the architecture of the building is beautiful. It's just kind of a blast from the past. So that's and my favorite. So much, there really is so much to see and do here. It almost makes me sad that that it doesn't get highlighted and doesn't get its due, right? 
And it's only but a few days, well, and I, then it's gone. Well, maybe but not by the New York Times, right, but right, I think right. by the several hundred thousand people that show up here, they know what a, what a good thing it is. You know, I will tell you one thing that we never miss at the Minnesota State Fair is the parade. It happens every day. Because right it's happening now. right now. And it's about to go right past us. We brought you guys a parade. Yeah, see, hello. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got a couple things we have to talk about. The first thing is this. Rain Dove, which is a name I thought was a pseudonym for a person. Uh, and it, this person is involved in the story around Asia Argento and Rose McGowan and Jimmy... Uh, but I always get his last name wrong. Jimmy Bennett. Bennett. Thank you. Um, Rain Dove is actually a real person. And this person has now spoken out about their involvement yep. with Asia Argento and Rosa McGowan and the Me Too movement, etc. So we're going to tell you about what Rain Dove had to say. And also, Jenna Elfman is talking about how much Scientology has helped her. And I just think that there's going to be some eye rolls in this moment. And I'm going to share that moment Wonderful. with you after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Well, the last week or so, we've been hearing more about this story involving Asia Argento and an underage young man named Jimmy Bennett, who she allegedly had a, a sexual relationship with when he was 17 years old. Now the story has involved not only Asia and Jimmy, but Rose McGowan has added her voice, and she was talking about a person named Rain Dove, who she... Rose McGowan has been dating. I did not know this was a real person. Turns out it's a real person. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you who Rain Dove is on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So I kind of set up the story a little bit there. Um, but earlier in the week, we heard a statement from Rose McGowan where she explained that she and Asia Argento have had a friendship that has, um, that has a, a longer history, but certainly um, deepened, their friendship deepened when uh, they both were vocal about being victims of Harvey Weinstein. Yep. And uh, in this public statement, Rose McGowan refers to the person, or she said the being she is dating, named Rain Dove. And then goes on to tell about how Rain Dove has a separate kind of friendship with Asia Argento and that Rain Dove had been the person that made some texts uh, public that really kind of incriminated Asia Argento in a way that she has not admitted publicly, yep. right? Well, I was when I, when I read that first statement from Rose McGowan, I thought Rain Dove... I did, I'd never had heard that name before, and to me it sounded like maybe some sort of pseudonym for somebody who didn't want to be named publicly, etc. No, it turns out Rain Dove is very much a person. Rain Dove is a, uh, is a model and uh, is dating Rose McGowan, and Rain Dove uh, is um, a gender nonconforming person. And so that's why we don't use the he or the she pronouns when we're talking about Rain Dove. Um, anyway, Rain Dove has now released 
their own statement about Ase Argento and those texts yeah, so, that so, went back and forth. So Rain Dove had conversations with Ase Argento. Those texts ended up in the hands of law enforcement. Then they also ended up being leaked. Exactly. And uh, in, in the statement from Rain Dove, basically, the statement just goes on to say the, the reason why these, t- these tweets, or the, sorry, these texts, were made public was because they wanted to make sure that justice was served and and that the uh, authorities had everything that they needed to have in order to conduct an investigation, including what appear to be confessions from Asia Argento. Not only that, but Rain Dove makes the point that Jimmy Bennett deserves to be heard in all of this and deserves to have the same sort of um, floor same opportunity to to talk about his experience as Asia Argento did and Rose McGowan has and so um, anyway it's a it's a long and interesting statement but again I was just surprised I had never heard of this person and I here I thought it was like a pseudonym but Rain Dove is a real person no oh no most certainly yeah and, and um, uh they also put out in the statement this... I What I thought was a very... Because I went back and read the statement. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very even-handed statement. I and agree. the statement very much says, um, okay, uh, Asia had... There's clearly an inappropriate relationship here. We don't need to blow it out of proportion in the media. And uh, we also need Jimmy Bennett to have his... You know, voice heard, and you know, victims. And in, in if Me Too is going to mean anything, it means that victims should have their voice heard. Exactly. Uh, and that law enforcement basically encouraging Ozzy Argento to be as honest and forthcoming and open about this particular relationship as possible. Yeah. That's to me what uh, Rain Dove's statement aims to do, or it looks like it aims to do. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, to your point, again, seems very even-handed, and I would I would tend to agree um, that there's, there's sort of a rational voice to that that is not something we've heard a lot of in the middle of the back and forth. And certainly, again, Asia Argento is not speaking up about what... No, we've not heard anything. Not, and, not hide nor hair. And I would assume that that has a lot to do, probably, with the advice of uh, her attorney mm-hmm. uh, or legal counsel that suggests maybe now is not the time to walk into you know what is uh, something that could incriminate her right exactly which is a good point well there's somebody else talking uh, recently just kind of about life and what's going on and that is uh, Jenna Elfman and I the reason I wanted to share this with you Bradley is because when you read this when you when you hear Jenna Elfman is basically crediting Scientology for her relationship being so fantastic and all of the good things that have happened to her in her life. Okay. It's all because of Scientology. Yeah. And um and I wanted to read to you what she has said because I think that there are some interesting eye rolling moments. Um just listen, okay? So this is she when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. She, by the way, is, uh, she's apparently, um, she does Fear the Walking Dead, which I did not know. In any case, she says the following. I've been a Scientologist for 28 years, and that's a huge part of what helps us keep our communication going in our relationship. She's talking about her husband. Uh... We never cheated on each other. We've never broken up. And we hang in there. Uh, she says, raising children, maintaining my sanity in a crazy world. So, so far, so good, right? That's all, like, that's good yep, stuff, seems right? pretty garden variety. Um, our world is crazy. It's getting crazier. And Hollywood is the nay plus ultra of crazy. I think that anything that works tends to get attacked. Now she's talking about Scientology's place in it but it's been really workable for me i use it every single day of my life and it keeps me energized and vivacious and happy i like literally have so much going on why am i going to go you know let me put some negativity in my life let me go see who's being a bigot why would i search for bigotry in the world when it's the one thing that's when world when it's the one thing that's been this huge help in my life to keep me sane and to raise great kids yeah well that just says you're in denial and you're not willing to look at the truth so i mean you know and i don't have any issue with whatever people think works for them the problem is the institution that um you know subscribes to whatever it is she thinks works for her is actually harming people exactly to not see that just because you're getting some benefit from it okay well maybe that's the case but should other people suffer because you know your celebrity relationship is working? I mean, I don't. I, it just seems a little uh, naive, or at the I, I should say, um, at the least naive, and at the most, it seems like she's just turning you know a blind eye to what's right in front of her. Right, and then as we close out, she doubles down by saying, "I think people should just check it out for themselves and not believe everything they hear or read on the internet." Okay. Well, when we come back, it is time on the Colleen and Bradley show for crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things right after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We talk about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. And uh, we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. An audience, I'm going to need your help. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Say it out loud, oftentimes in the state of... Good job. Oh, God. You could do better than that. Yeah, let's do it a little louder. Oftentimes in the state of... Yes. Much better. Thank you, State Fair crowd. Yay. All right. Well, um, we are going to Kentucky. That's the first place we will stop. In fact, we're actually going to a convenience store 
in Kentucky. Okay. We are going to meet a 35-year-old idiot named Kenneth Couch. Hi, Kenneth Couch. Wow, that's a name. Yeah, it is. Well, Kenneth Couch, he called 911 because he was having a heart attack. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And he got uh, an ambulance uh, that came to pick him up and brought him to the hospital. And when he arrived at the hospital, Kenneth Couch stood up and walked out of the ambulance and walked himself right into the hospital. Okay. Because he wasn't having a heart attack. He called the paramedics so that he could and told them he was having a heart attack so he could get a free ride to the hospital because he really wanted to eat in the cafeteria. I'm serious. Also, I don't think that ambulance rides are free. In fact, I think it's actually the most expensive ride. Also, Uber or Lyft. Or like your feet. Or walk. Or a bike. Or drive your own car. Yeah. Or ask a friend. Yeah. Also, that's a a new one. I don't think we've heard that one. Hospital cafeteria? Like that's. Does anybody ever really get excited about the hospital he, cafeteria? He really loves the hospital cafeteria. No, I would not. Uh, the police showed up and they arrested him for making a false report. Turns out he also um, was charged in connection with a stolen gun that he took from somebody else's house. I think that that's called burglary. Generally speaking, yeah, yeah. So. Also, wait, one more quick thing. Okay. He also had an active warrant for His writing arrest. bad checks. Oh, okay. So he's like a triple threat. Yeah. So he's going to be going to jail for a little bit. So I hope he likes the food in the cafeteria okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. luck with you, sir. Mm-hmm. Where was that again? Kentucky. Uh, okay. Well, we, need, we do need to go to Florida. Oh, fun. Yay. All right. I want to tell you a tale of a gentleman and a gentleman by the name of Joseph Cerici. Now, he lives on the 1000 block of Trinidad Avenue in Fort Pierce, Florida, and he was arrested recently on August 15th for doing something. Okay. Actually, I should say he was arrested recently for doing something on August 15th. It's what he did that earned some crazy stupid idiot status, but I should probably narrow it down for you because that could that be, be a awesome. whole range of things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the thing that he did is something that your brother probably did to you several times as a child. Um, sitting on me and farting. Ew, what? Oh, sorry. Is that not it? That was a thing? I mean, yeah, brothers I do that. I am so glad I didn't brothers have siblings. Brothers are weird. Uh, no, it was not sitting on someone <laughs> and tooting. It was uh, something even more juvenile. And it involves a oh. finger Oh, oh, in the mouth. Yeah, sh- my brother never put his finger in my thing- mouth. Not in your mouth. In oh. his mouth. Okay. Oh. And then, where did he put his finger? In the ear. Everybody's like, I don't want to say. I know. It could be, it's no, a wet willy. Again, this is something that, you know, young people often do. Mm-hmm. Don't gave, do it. No, I have, no. Here. Don't do it. I, don't do it. No, don't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Thank you. He gave his wife... A wet willy. Is that not the, that is the word is so gross. Wet willies okay, are so gross, gross. But do you hear what I just said? Yeah. He Did was he... arrested. Yeah. For giving his wife a wet willy. Cause gross. Does that not seem a little beyond the pale to you? I mean, what happened after that? The girlfriend said that he accompanied her and her daughter to another room where apparently he had been drinking. Okay. Okay. And he was uh, continuing to drink and be belligerent. At that point, he gave her a wet willy. 
I mean, the girl, the daughter of Sarichi's girlfriend. It's a girlfriend, not wife. The daughter of Sarichi's girlfriend confirmed that that's what happened. Not that he like you know did something else that was beat her up. Yeah, that he gave her a wet willy. Doesn't that seem a little? I feel like there's got to be Anyone? more to this story, the but we're not one? hearing the whole thing. No, it literally right? just says um, that he was arrested. What does it say on the arrest report? That he gave her a wet willy. And it <laughs> so goes on bizarre. to explain what a wet willy is. Well, when you take you your finger that. and you put it in your mouth and then you stick it in somebody's Don't ear. put that thing anywhere near oh, my please. ears. It's a finger and I did not <laughs> put it in my mouth. I know, but I'm, it scares me. just scares me. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think then... With that information, which it it is pretty crazy, stupid idiot, right? But with that information, I think we should all just know. I mean, I just feel you like can't give the, a wet willy. That jails are probably better filled with people who go beyond the wet willy. True, right? This is true. Yeah, this is true. Can we go to um, Hong Kong? Sure, I've okay, always wanted to go. This is the weirdest story ever. Okay. So this woman in Hong Kong, she's 21 years old. She thinks that she is going to go through some training to become a wedding planner, right? That's Okay. That's what she's under the impression is happening. Yeah. Um, when a and and in order to become a great wedding planner, she was going to have a simulated wedding with this gentleman. So you know she had like to like practice, do like yeah it was through. like a, yeah exactly like this is going to help her become a wedding planner okay. though right when you once you really understand all the things that go into a wedding then you can be a superior wedding planner so you know they go through all of the rigmarole of signing the certificate and then walking down the aisle and then um, saying their vows etc. Turns out. It wasn't actually a fake wedding. The marriage certificate she signed was an actual certificate. Oh, so they got her to do a wedding for free, basically. To be the bride. Bradley, she was the bride in the simulated wedding. How does that happen? That was not a simulated wedding. She thought she was going through a training to become a wedding planner. No, but that's and what that, I'm saying. So that, she thought that, she was being a wedding planner. Yep, but that you would have to go through the motions of a wedding yourself as the bride in order to understand what oh happens in a wedding. Yeah. And Turns so, out she legally married this guy. And the only reason... Did she not think it was weird that part of learning her job required her to pretend to get married? Like, I, mean, I kind of feel like they if, if you wanted to... I, like I think a simulated wedding is probably like a great idea if you're learning how to be a wedding planner. Right. But I don't know why you would need to be the one pretending to be the bride. That's why I'm saying it sounds a little shady. Well, it was it was not only a little shady, it was really shady because she ended up legally marrying a man and uh I believe that I I believe that it was because it had something to do with um it it was in Hong Kong, but it had something to do with residence. So the person was trying to gain residence to Hong Kong okay. and married her. Oh my God! So what, ha- what wanted happened? to marry her for? Well, it's in. It, it's currently they're currently like it's I being mean, tried they, in was court. It a guy that like tried to corner her into getting married to him so that he could have residence. Okay, isn't that crazy? That's insane. Isn't that insane? I don't know who. I mean, I think he's got to be the crazy, stupid idiot there. But I feel bad for her. Uh, well, yeah. Presumably, when you're uh, married by accident or under false pretenses, that doesn't stick. True. Yeah. 
true. Um, anyway, yeah, no, they, this is tied up right now in the courts. So we shall see how that all plays out. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2.45 every day, we have a little fun right here, don't we, Bradley? Yes, we do. We play a fabulously fun game. Oh, it's so fun. We go head to head to see which one of us can identify the most vintage audio clips in a game we call the throwback live we're going to play that after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 this will be fun a little throwback live action yes. on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer beautiful day at the minnesota state fair and we want to say thank you to AAA movers for bringing you today's my talk state fair broadcast and uh now Let's play a little game. We like to play a little game at 2.45 every day. It's called The Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for The Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this... Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Ew, don't touch me. Holly Roberts. Oh, can you two keep your hands to yourself, please? No, she no. keeps putting her finger on I me. touched you once. Ew. Groovy. Oh. All right. Yeah. Let's tell you the rules of the game of Throwback Live at 2.45. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by shouting Colleen. out their names. I just did that. Bradley Trainer. Oh. See, I follow rules. Oh, gosh. I, we're not doing this. Unlike some people. Stop. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to play, Holly. I don't you know about Bradley. Are? Well, before we get to the game, let me tell you the throwback live at 245 total victory tally as of okay. right now. Bradley has 54 total victories and Colleen has 60. Yes. Oh, well, I'm close. No. Yeah, and I still have the biggest streak oh, ever with 29 day. victories 29. in a row. Which doesn't 29 mean anything. wins in a row. Isn't that amazing? Mean anything. It means nothing. See the lady in the back there. I haven't She's even proud kept track of my streak. You know why? Because I don't uh, care. Because you because don't I've have won a long more. streak. Mm. Okay, Holly, let's, let's just play. Yeah, we're going to play the... <laughs> it's so easy to get under her skin, ladies first, and gentlemen. <laughs> first vintage pop culture audio clip okay, in the throwback live at 245. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and correctly identify this. Colleen. That is peanuts. I said it too. <laughs> yeah, you did say I'm it as well. I'm going to change my name to Colleen from now on. Can I change I, my name yeah, to I'm Colleen? Yeah, I'm totally fine with that as long as you get the answer right. Uh, no, but I mean, that's my buzz. Yeah, you can say Colleen. The CC sounds... And then the, po- and then the point will still go to me because that's my name. before you hear B, right? Mine. Oh, for Pete's sake. That's not buh. true. I think buh B... is a soft... Buh. No, it's not. Your language... Buh is not soft. Buh is soft. That is a hard sound. It is a very hard sound. Oh, jeez. It's, it's called a fricative. Okay. Oh, careful. my gosh. Watch your mouth. Some of yeah, us... you be real careful. Colleen has one point in the throwback live at 245. Yes, I'm start talking like this. No, uh, that's don't. great. Everyone's going to want to listen to you, Bradley. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. Let's move on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip, shall we? Yes. Colleen and Bradley, what listen if I said carefully. Bradley trainer. What if you Bradley did, trainer. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, listen to this. That are alive, you are coming with me. Bradley trainer. Bradley. That's RoboCop. 
Oh, nice. Yes. Oh. I got a point. Yes, you did. Good job, Bradley. You have a point, and so does good Colleen. Job. Oh, your patronizing, condescending good job is delightful. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip, the throwback live at 245, tied one to one. Oh, so nerve-wracking. Listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, and identify this. Colleen. Trainer. Clean. That is I the open to different name. world. Yes. I said my whole name. It doesn't matter if you said the whole oh. thing. I, I said want somebody to do first. a sound study. Oh, please. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On when you can hear the sound waves. I want to see sound wave proof. We can do that. Oh, really? Yeah, because we work at a radio station, so oh, we have okay. access to sound All right. waves. I'll talk to Rocco. It's good. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Okay, we'll, Colleen. We'll litigate this later. <laughs> okay. You have two points in today's Throwback Live at yes, 245. Bradley has three. one point. But not three. Mm-hmm. Nobody has three points yet. Meaning we need to move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip to make that happen. Now listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, and correctly identify this. Colleen. Colleen. What the heck even is that? That is pink. Oh, I'm coming up. Oh, yeah. So you better get this party started. Okay. Yeah. I won. I won. Wow. What did I win, Holly? Yay for you. Yay! What did I win? Congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. You won today's Throwback Live at 245. And uh, you just won yourself an economy-sized pack of BVD underwear. Oh, thank wow, you. Lucky you. Thank you. You know when they stretch out, they say streak. Boulevard. That's my joke. <laughs> I still have a bigger streak. You did steal my joke. I, that was not... Did you write that yes. joke? Really? Did you hear that joke before I ever told you that I joke? I swear to you, I probably did. You lies. Okay. Jeez, she's such a bitter Betty. Oh, that was fun. I feel really good. The joke you know is your mama... Do you want to tell the joke or should I? No, you I? go. Your mom. Your mom is so big, when she puts on a pair of BBDs, it spells Boulevard. That is the joke. Thank you. I did not make up the joke. You could probably Google it. And I will. You know, I feel so good. I want to just... I think we have one left, right, Holly? Do we have one more? One this more? is oh, where yeah. she likes to rub it in, for the record. Or or maybe if I'm feeling generous, I just will let him answer. Oh, gross. Let's see what happens. Oh. How exciting for you. Yay. <laughs> Yay! Now, I know that both of you know this. 
So okay. listen carefully to so this. Basically Who I knows just it first? To... You just have to know it first. Yeah, exactly. So listen carefully. It's very brief. Colleen and Bradley, the bonus audio round and throwback live at 245. Here it is. What you talking about, Willis? Bradley. Oh, you just totally I totally did it. I swear to you. I Go. Who is that? I'm going to let the audience play this one. Oh, okay. On the account of three, what was... Did you guys hear that? Could you hear it? We'll play it one more time. We'll play it one more time. One more time. What you talking about, Willis? (laughs) Say it out loud. Different strokes. That's Arnold from Different Strokes. Good job. What you talking about, Willis? You guys got a point. Congratulations. You don't win anything. Sorry. You know what's really funny is while we're up here acting like total juvenile idiots... These like lovely people are just sitting in our. <laughs> they listen to my talk one hundred and seven. They're, they're no, as like, juvenile no, and idiotic so, as we but are. But they don't look juvenile or idiotic. They look so pleasant, and they're just sort of watching us. You realize what a a, a word you look like when you're gloating oh on the stage. I'll, I'm talking about myself too. Oh. Like we're just well, yeah. acting like, pre- and they're just sort of like nicely sitting there. It's sort of like what I sometimes do when my kids are fighting, and I don't feel like getting in the middle of it, and I just sort of watch like. Yeah. Trust me, they would be up here doing the very same thing. Mm -hmm. Right, you guys? The throwback live. Battling it out. At 245. Hey, Bradley, you know what we should tell them about? Because Your mom? uh, We can start there. Get your Your Mom t-shirt right here at the My Talk 1071 booth. You know, because you can only get those shirts at the fair. People always will, for weeks afterward, will get emails like, where can we get that shirt? You can't. You can't. That's the answer. You can't. The only place you can get them is right here at the Minnesota State Fair. So you want to pick up your your mom shirt. But the other thing I wanted to tell everybody about, Bradley, is what's happening on Saturday. Because it's kind of a big deal. We have an annual tradition of doing a tell-all show. We've done it once. We did it one so time. I so we're, go this is so far second as to one. call it a, an annual tradition. Well, it will be after this. It'll be an annual. We will have done it twice, and that makes a tradition, right? Anyway, we have a tell-all episode of the Colleen and Bradley show, a special episode on Saturday at the State Fair. We will be on the air between 1 and 3. It is a two-hour edition. Yep. We will do none of our regular show. We will only tell tales out of school about things that have happened on the radio station, things that have happened behind the scenes at the radio station. We will tell you who our worst interviews were, who our best interviews were. We will tell you about our embarrassing moments. It's going to be a lot of fun, but I'm certain that People who listen to my talk 1071 have had questions about what goes on. Oh, sure, yeah. And so if you ask them, we will answer them to the best of our ability. Yeah, yeah, of course. And all you have to do is send them by email it's- or tweet us or get a hold of us somehow, ask us the question, and uh, we'll make sure we include that in the broadcast on Saturday. Yep, absolutely. So that's coming up this Saturday from 1 to 3, and we'll be right here live at the Minnesota State Fair. So if you're going to be out here on Saturday, come see us. You can ask us questions live. And we would love to see you guys. And the best part about it is if you do miss that broadcast for some reason and you think to yourself, darn it, I missed it. I'll never be able to hear it. Au contraire, mon frere. Yeah, we have a uh, landing page, actually, for the Minnesota State Fair on our website. So mytalk1071.com, keyword fair. So you'll be able to hear that broadcast later and, and hear whatever you missed. Or listen to it, I don't know, over and over and over again because you enjoy being lulled weird. to sleep by it's creepy secrets being told by Colleen and Bradley. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley tell all at the Minnesota State Fair. It's shaped up to be kind of a beautiful day. Can we Actually, just talk about that? I Look will, at this. I will say this is probably so far the most beautiful, consistently beautiful day of the fair so far. So if you find yourself here, congrats. And also, good luck. You're going to have to navigate a very large 
crowd of people, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Uh, but the food is good, so that's the good news. But the food is definitely worth it. Also, mm-hmm. here's a pro tip. What do we got? A few seconds? Yeah. Uh, here's a pro tip. Like, um, if the line is super duper long, don't stand in it. <laughs> I just feel like there are so many lines that are super long that are not necessary for you to stand in. And it's because they're all new foods, but just because they're new doesn't mean you need to have them. Do you know what I did when I was here on that record-breaking day? I totally forgot to tell you about this. You cut in line? No, I slipped a lady a couple extra dollars who was close to the front of the line and asked her to get me something. Oh, now don't start that behavior. I'm just I'm just saying it works. Because if I was behind her and I saw that, I would get That's real That's why I did it on the down low. Lori and Julia coming up next on My